1: Hi, I'm Sam, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. I hope you had a good weekend, and I hope your week is off to a great start. So over the weekend, I got really caught up in planning a trip that I'm taking soon. And I spent so much time looking for the perfect hotel and the most affordable options for transportation. And I ended up not booking anything. As I was trying to book a rental car, I searched for the best deal— looking up coupon codes and switching between multiple open tabs, trying out different codes with various companies. I felt a rush as I entered one code for 15% off, and it worked. My next thought was, maybe I can find one for 20%. This was the beginning of what I call the optimization vortex that I get sucked into sometimes. I amped up my searching, opening more tabs and copying and pasting more codes at a feverish pace. And at some point, I paused. I noticed the frantic energy that was sucking me into this familiar cycle. I noticed sensations in my body, like a feeling of tunnel vision, not seeing what was going on around me. And I felt a clenching in my jaw. I could tell that I was holding my breath. And this brought to mind a habit of mine that is both really helpful at times and also annoyingly stifling. So I've come to notice that in many situations I'm looking to optimize. This means that I'm always thinking about how conditions, habits, behaviors, and situations can achieve their full potential. Being an optimizer means I look at anything from a pancake to a workplace and think about how to maximize its potential. Sometimes this quality feels compulsive. In these moments, I'll lose sight of the big picture, like how this is affecting others around me and how it's getting in the way somehow. And it can manifest as an annoying urge to remind people of the potential I see in them, which can lead to feelings of inadequacy. For example, I'll often encourage my husband to write down his jokes and bits because I think it would be great stand up material. And I'll just blurt out that he would be a great comedy writer when he's told me repeatedly that he has no interest in pursuing comedy and is working hard to finish his teaching credential. We all have traits that work for us and against us at different times, and it can be difficult to gain agency over these traits so that they serve you and others more often than not. I realized that I didn't have time to keep searching, that my husband was getting agitated, and there was still an empty suitcase waiting to be filled. I reminded myself that the price difference was only a few dollars, and that the time, ease, and relational harmony was well worth a few dollars lost. We all have our own vortexes, habits or tendencies that suck us in, cause loved ones stress, and interfere with our happiness or progress in various ways. It could be mindless scrolling through social media or binge watching shows, or just an obsessive drive to save money. It's important to understand that a lot of these habits or compulsions involve our brain's reward center. We get a rush of dopamine when we're doing something rewarding, like saving money or watching an engaging TV show. Dopamine's not responsible for making us feel happy, but it reinforces enjoyable sensations and behaviors by linking things that make you feel good with a desire to do them again. If you think about it, this is the nature of addiction. It's helpful to remind yourself that this is happening when you feel pulled into the vortex. Take a moment to savor the feeling of pausing when you become aware of the sensations in your body and how your mood or energy has shifted. And take a moment to acknowledge this awareness and the agency you have over your choices. Also, I'm not saying it's wrong to zone out sometimes. We need that. We need to disconnect, get lost in a good story, and we definitely need play. It's so helpful to let go of judgment, especially when it comes to video games for me, as my husband plays many hours of games and my first reaction is concern. But when I asked him what he gets out of gaming, I realized that it gives him the opportunity to hang out with friends who live in Europe and it helps him manage his stress. I recently looked up what else raises dopamine levels naturally. And research shows that things like getting out in the sun, taking cold showers, meditating, moving more, and listening to songs are all ways to boost dopamine levels. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey, everyone. Just one more thing. At Headspace, we've been hard at work developing a groundbreaking new podcast called The Long Time Academy. It's very hard for us as humans to think beyond our own lifetime. We're often just trying to get by one day at a time. But thinking about the well-being of generations that will come long after we're gone may be the key to preserving our planet and our species. And this is exactly what our new podcast, The Long Time Academy, is all about. It's a highly bingeable documentary podcast series about time. I'm so excited for you to listen and to hear what you think. It's out now, and you can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, everyone. Kaysonga here. If you're here, I assume that you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on the show and our wonderful host, Robin. We talk about life, there is a level of almost addiction here where Mm -hmm. you're addicted to just information, it's like information overload. Relationships, Mm -hmm. before you can spread love and kindness to others, you have to first cultivate it within yourself Yeah. and anything else you can think to ask us. The first step with any change that you want to make is that acceptance and that awareness. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts.